what is the answer to every big question in um, science? I'm looking at here um, a list of common questions. They call them big questions. And the first thing I realize about these big questions is that none of them have a practical application. So like if you're a carpenter, they might do a web article one day called 20 big questions in carpentry. And the first one might be, what are houses made of? Astronomers face an embarrassing challenge. Are houses made of dark matter and unknown energy sources, assemble them and hold them together? Are they held together by black holes and dark matter? No, it's wooden nails. See, for anyone who builds anything, these are extremely embarrassing questions. So astrophysicists, they ask this question, what is the universe made of? And they're like, it's made of nonsense. <laughs> no one built it. It's strange. But a carpenter might say, well, houses are made of wood and nails. Streets are made of asphalt and concrete and dirt and rocks called base rock. And uh, electricians might say, your computer's made of uh, circuit boards and wires, <laughs> copper and plastic. <laughs> electricians might think that's hilarious. <coughs> and then if you looked out your window at night at the stars, you might say that it's made of stars and planets out there. And there's probably trees and people sometimes. But an astrophysicist can't figure this out. They keep telling themselves how smart they are. And they're like, we can't figure out what it's made of. And they look out their window and they're like, it's stars and, and worlds. Like, it's confusing. And then they try to find out, you know, what's between the stars and the worlds. It's nothing. And they're like, it's definitely dark matter. And I'll tell you right now, it's not dark matter. I've been there. And so... When we look at the, um, these questions, what is the universe made of? How did life begin? I can tell you a father and a mother can tell you exactly how life begins. They take their clothes off and turn the lights off and lay down in bed. And then pretty soon life might, have, might begin. But a scientist can't figure it out. They're like, maybe a rock splashed in the water. They call this primordial soup or volcanic boiling water. And they haven't figured out fucking yet. Uh, I think every father and mother knows it's fucking. That's how life begins. <laughs> every child had a beginning and it began in a bed probably. Or maybe if you're getting real wild in a pickup truck out in the woods. Or maybe it's uh, someplace else when no one was looking. That's where life began. When the father and mother came together. And so they're trying to say, well, what about all the life before that? Those people fucking. Are we alone in the universe? So when you start to think about what um, these questions are, it's kind of like saying, are we alone in the house? No, there's people here. I mean, an astrophysicist can't figure anything out. They're like, where do children come from? A father and a mother. What's, what's stuff made of? Wooden nails. <laughs> what do you, what, how do you build it with a hammer? What are stars made of? Star stuff. They're like, what makes us human? You know, at this point, I'm starting to think astronomers are not human. They're not functioning at a normal level. <laughs> they're, like the, they're that guy at work that you don't trust. You're like, that guy over there does not know how to drive a fucking loader. <laughs> He's just driving in a circle for the last two hours. He hasn't loaded anything. <laughs> Bucket's empty. There's an empty bucket over there. <coughs> There's an empty bucket over there in that loader. Next question. What is consciousness? You know, are you thinking? Someone that's not thinking, maybe they're unconscious. So that's that guy at work again. Is that guy conscious? <laughs> you might see a guy sleeping at work. He's supposed to be working. What's he doing? He got high. Is he unconscious? 
what, why do we dream? Scientists can't figure this out. Probably because you smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> that might be why you dream. <coughs> now you're not going to believe this. Question number seven is why is there stuff? And they're talking about the Big Bang Theory. See, on all these things, they believe that houses get built by smashing rocks together with boiling water. <laughs> they're made of wood and nails, houses are. And the children, you know, they're born after uh, life begins when a man and woman fuck each other, you might say. So why is there stuff? Well, we, the children need stuff. And God made it. But they're trying to find an answer. Anything except for God did it. So they're trying to figure out where all the stuff in the universe came from. Are there other universes? Nobody knows except for someone who's been there. So we're going to skip that question. And then there's a bunch more questions about life and stuff. And it's kind of boring. But um, when we ask these questions, what are called big questions in science. I mean, the biggest questions they call them are questions that no one asks. No one asks, where did it all come from besides God? Unless they're trying to come up with a lie. Or if they've been confused by the world, I guess. So when we ask these big questions, they call them big questions. They're questions like, how does life begin? Sex. What is consciousness when you're awake? What are, why do we dream? You smoked a lot of weed. Where did the universe come from? God. God made it. So the scientists want you to think that someone needs to answer these very challenging questions. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to those challenging questions. Big questions science still needs to answer. And it sounds smarty pants. How does the brain generate consciousness? What? The answer is we're awake, we're conscious, we have a brain. But you, the scientist doesn't know what generating consciousness means. And so they say, well, we need to know this. No, one, no one's demanding to know this. See, these are unimportant questions. What are the limits of life? What does that even mean? That doesn't mean anything. Can we replace brain parts with, with computer parts? No. It's a, it's a computer. It's not a brain. I mean, the answer is no. To a lot of these things, we would just say no. I mean, to me, every one of these questions, I'd probably just say no because they don't understand it and they're not trying to they say what happens when you die and so what they're doing here is they're looking at a dead body they need to look up at god uh here's what happens when you die an angel comes and the angel might take you to heaven if an angel doesn't do it god will do it himself uh this does happen and then you're before the throne of god and then you either go to heaven or hell and then then you're in heaven so there's judgment then then heaven and this is kind of confusing because I'm like, well, you're in heaven, but then you're in heaven. In judgment, it's kind of like you're in the presence of God and you're like, the Lord is the Lord. God is the Lord and I have sinned. And then, you know, those are the, that are on one side, the right hand side go to heaven. Those that are on the left go to hell and it's already set. And then you get judgment. And so those that are going to hell, they get a chance to repent. They just don't do it. And those that are on the other side, they get a chance to repent and they do. And then they go to heaven. You get to repent and stuff. Or sometimes God lets you into heaven anyways, if you love them a lot and you just haven't repented. Will we ever reconcile the nature versus nurture debate? 
So the question is behavior. Like how do people behave? How they want. I know this confuses people, but if you've ever watched children for 10 years, you've probably noticed children behave how they want. That is the most honest and accurate answer that you can give to a scientist. Children behave how they want. Yeah, that little boy's acting like his dad. Earlier, he was acting like his mom. Now, we don't know what he's doing. He's trying to climb a tree upside down. I mean, he's just doing what he wants. Little girl, you might say the same thing. Earlier, she was acting like her dad. Now, she's acting like her mother. And in a little bit, she might do what she wants. Children just do what they want. They're trying to figure out how to control people. Is aging inevitable? Everyone ages and no one complains about it. They don't want to do it, but I guess you do complain about it actually. But then after you die and as a ghost in heaven, you don't age. Now here they want science to predict politics and science can't do it, but math can. And when we predict the future of uh, politics in the earth, it's it's frenzy, chaos, and uh, disturbia. Disturbing conduct from men and women and children and old people and government officials. And so it's like a, a nation of disturbia. Unless one man comes in and speaks peace and then that'll all change. Unless a war begins and then the, 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 the uh, landscape of political nonsense might become war and death. And then they want to tax you so that you can live. If someone comes along and speaks love, then politics might be teaching hate, actually, in order to put an end to it. Because when you love each other, you don't want to pay taxes. Because it's unfair and everyone knows it. So math can predict it. And the math is really simple. It's like um, when you uh, lie to someone, they don't trust you. And you can express that mathematically. It's stuff like that. How can we get the best care out of medicine? Well, the honest answer that everyone knows is that medicine is inadequate and one day it might be good, but today it's not that good. You might have a dispute about whether it's good, a little good or a lot of good, maybe because you had a good experience, but that was probably from God and not from the medicine. So what's the answer from this one? The answer is God mostly does it, maybe entirely. And then if you look at the medicine, the medicine we have is mostly experimental, which means the last medicine, 10 medicines that came before it were no good. So how can they do it? They can't. You don't get good care in medicine and everyone knows it. Is there a limit to how smart you can be? No, no one has ever found a limit. So why are you trying to find a limit? How about how smart can we be? Seems to be no limit. That's the answer. Now they say, how smart can a community be? No limit. You talk to each other. So the answer is you talk to each other. So what they're looking for is the science to answer this. They're like, well, let's find research. Okay, let's find a community where everyone talks to each other and you'll find out that they're smarter. But they always try to, they always try to express uh, how smart you are with, um, can you answer questions like this? They're like, where did the universe come from? Well, a smart answer is God made it. And that almost no one saw it. Maybe Jesus saw it or something, okay? But that's a smart answer. Another smart answer would be, we don't know because we haven't seen it. But a stupid answer is, two rocks bang together in hot water. I mean, that's a stupid answer. And they want you to pick the stupid answer and they want to call it smart. So the reason we can't use science to figure out how smart people are is because they only choose you if you choose the stupid answer. Another um, question they would measure how smart you are is they might say, did people come from chimpanzees or flies or monkeys? And the answer is none of those because when two flies fuck, they, you get more flies and they live in filthy garbage. And if humans ever lived in fly maggot garbage, then humans would die. 
we would get a disease in like three days and die. We can't, it's not possible. Monkeys are different than humans, everyone knows it. Monkeys throw poop. Liberals throw rocks. And conservatives, I don't know if you throw anything, actually. So, not monkeys. What are the possibilities for lab-grown fish? See, why would science, why would you demand science answer this? Fish, fish are in the ocean. Fish lay eggs and fertilize them, and then there's more fish. Why would you want to grow them in a laboratory? See, the science is getting too weird, so I don't want to call it science anymore. And a better word is weird men coming up with stupid questions. What makes us human? Well, if you ask this question, you probably don't know. Uh, if you have children and if you're a conservative, you know exactly what makes you human. You and your spouse laid in bed one night and then you did that a bunch of times and now you have three kids running around you. You kind of know what makes you human if you're a conservative. Is biology as universal as chemistry and physics? What they're trying to figure out is if they can change our bodies. And the answer is, um, there's no way to change our bodies for the good unless there's something wrong with our bodies. Unless you're talking about exercise, unless you're talking about something that's actually good, eating well might change your body. Getting fresh air and meditating might change your body for the good if you do spiritual meditation the way that God might teach you. So the answer is, if we do things that are good, it might be good. And then if you change your body, it might be good. How are bodies able to repair themselves? We don't know. That's the answer. It heals sometimes and other times it doesn't heal as fast as we want. Sometimes it doesn't heal at all. And so they're trying to figure out how to heal everything, to have super science. And so if they're going to try to figure that out, the first thing they're going to need to do is have human care by humans for humans. I mean, as soon as you put people in a white room with plastic, the healing slows down dramatically. And they've shown this in old studies. And they don't do it anymore because um, they can't find anything better. What they need to do is do human care by humans for humans and then we heal a lot faster if, you, if someone shows you love and by love I just mean like they might speak well to you or not injure you when they do the medical treatment and not cut you open you might actually heal every time but they found when someone doesn't love you you don't heal and when you're in a plastic room with white walls and plastic tables and things and you're laying on it and there's knives everywhere you don't heal you're afraid also it's a horrible place to be for healing They say here, what do you do if you're afraid of snakes or spiders? Uh, you run away from them or you kill them or you catch them and move them away. Someone that's not afraid, like a big, hairy, you know, big, strong man might pick it up and move it out of the way and come back and then it's better for everyone. And then he might smash the spider. Yay. Now the children can run around and his wife doesn't have to jump on a table. Why have humans evolved music? Why would they say evolved? Now, if you evolve music, what they're really talking about is like more human might be one way to say it. But why would it evolve music? People make music because music's fucking awesome. If they don't understand why music's fucking awesome, I think they're weird. I think people understand music's fucking awesome. Are we alone? See, liberals, they want to think about rocks smashing together, things getting destroyed, life coming from nowhere. They want to think about flies fucking and producing a human. I mean, they're weird. And now they're like, are we alone? And they're all like in a room together coming up with these dumb questions. You're not alone. You're surrounded by people in that room, in that city, in the earth, in your country, and also in the universe. There's life everywhere. And they're like, what? Are we alone? I mean, they just want everyone to die. Does the universe have purpose and meaning? Not if you're a liberal. How does the brain work and can we fix it when it goes wrong? Uh, if you're a liberal, your brain probably works weird 
And when it goes wrong, it's probably because you realize God's real and you're going to be judged and you're going to burn in hell and you're looking for a way out. So you might have fear of God and fear of hell and fear of judgment. So if you're trying to get rid of that, there's no possible way. And if you want to change conservatives to think like you, there's no possible way. It can't be done. Mind control does not work. They've tried it. It doesn't work. And I can tell you right now, I know how to do mind control. I can even do it without machines. And what you can do if you want to mind control someone is try to get them to believe your ideas. And the answer is you can confuse, confuse people. You can persuade people to believe what they want to believe. But if they've already made up their mind, you're not going to persuade them. They might be confused. They might be deceived. But eventually they're going to make a final choice. Hopefully. Is suspended animation possible for humans? What they're talking about is like... Um, In science fiction, they might call it, uh, what do they call it? It's where they go into like hypersleep or something, where they go to sleep and for the whole space travel because they expect it to take months or years. And the answer is yes, but it's not a good idea because you'll just age. They keep thinking that if you go to sleep, you won't age. And the truth is that's partly true. What they found in sleep is that the more sleep you get in your life, the more life you have. So if you sleep eight hours every night, then you, you might have a longer life than someone who sleeps six. So for every hour you sleep, you gain an hour to your life approximately. Now, if you do this for a year, a year or two on end, you do age during that. So you, don't, you actually don't get that time back. So we don't need to go into catatonic hypersleep states in stasis. So that's a bad idea. Can we look forward to a sustainably supporting to sustainably supporting a stable human population on this planet? And how can we protect biodiversity? Okay, the answer is, the reason why you don't have a stable human population is you don't really know the upper limit yet. And also, humans don't really affect biodiversity. What happens is men are irresponsible. So if you just make sure that everything grows, if you plant things uh, where you are, then you can get everything you need where you are. And there's no limit to that. If you find out that there's 100 billion people living in one city in the earth, you can find a way to get everything you need with hydroponics or something. And if we're just talking about normal life living on ground level, then what you do is you plant everywhere. And what you'll find is you might say, well, what about the trees? You can plant tree farms. If you plant 100 trees this way and 100 trees that way, then you have 10,000 trees on a grid that's like not even an acre. In fact, you could have huge tree farms in a very small piece of land and so you start planting and that's how you get what you want from these kinds of things. Now, I don't want to do any more of these questions, but the question we're asking here is what are the big questions in science? And so here's the answer. The big questions in science are stupid questions that don't result in any productivity. So if we did, the, if we did big questions in carpentry, the answer might be how can we get more pay for less work? It's kind of hard to do. So what we do is we work really hard and we do a good job and hope that we get fair pay for our work, whether it's carpentry, masonry, or anything else. But if we ask these kinds of questions, where do houses come from? Wood and nails. What holds them together? Wood and nails. And, you know, hard work and love from a family. Then you realize liberals can't answer any question that are common questions for conservatives. So if you think about it that way, pretty soon you realize you have the knowledge to answer a lot of questions if you're a conservative or if you're a liberal. If you're a liberal, you just know liberals are wrong and one day you're all going to burn. And if you're a conservative, you know the liberals are wrong and one day they're going to burn. Now you've got a whole bunch of answers to your questions. Where did, where did life come from? 
well, God made a bunch of us and then now we have sex. And the devil wants you to believe a lot of these things. He wants you to believe the opposite of what I said. He wants you to believe lies. He wants you to think all human life came from two rocks that smashed together in, in hot water. And then he wants you to think that humans came from flies or monkeys or chimpanzees. And then maybe he wants to laugh at you if you believe it. So we believe the truth. 